This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. Hey, Ron Borges. Yes, sir. You know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? Means you should have been on the phone 15 minutes ago. Yeah, you should have. So should get have. on the phone. You also go to Geico.com, and you should have gone, as Ron said, 15 minutes ago. So go. My insurers, by the way. Just so you know. <laughs> Good for you. You're going to need them. As promised, <laughs> we have Richmond Webb with us. And if you don't remember him, shame on you. He has the most consecutive Pro Bowl appearances in Miami Dolphins history. And yes, more than Dan Marino. Richmond was one of the most dominating left tackles in the NFL in the 1990s. Seven-time Pro Bowl selection, four-time All-Pro, and member of the 1990s All-Decade team. Yet, strangely, he's not among the 94 candidates for the class of 2017. To be honest with you, we don't get it, and my guess is he doesn't either. But he's here, so we will soon find out. Richmond, thanks for joining us. Hey, how y'all doing today? Great, well, great, thank you. Doing great, thank you. And and let's get right down to it, Richmond. Uh, I saw you play so many games in New England and. There's a lot of ways to prove you were one of the most dominating tackles of your time, but here's one, which you may not even know. In 14 games against the all-time leading sacker, Bruce Smith, you allowed three and a half sacks in 14 games. Uh, you made those seven consecutive Pro Bowls that we've talked about. I'm just wondering, do you ever ask yourself, what is the Hall of Fame committee thinking? Why is my name not on this list? Uh, it's been on before, but, you know, um, I try not to focus on that because I've seen how it's really – uh, impacted or really affected a couple of guys that felt that they were deserving to be in there, and it just kind of eats away at them. You know, the way I look at it is I, I think I have my career or my resume speaks for itself. I don't understand the whole process and how it works, but that's what kind of gives me comfort, and I try not to just focus on, you know, I should be here, I should be there. Like you said, you mentioned some of the, the things throughout my career, and, and uh, I, I definitely think I'm worthy. I just don't know how to get on that list or what's the process or how they determine that. So that's just, I just kind of just keep it moving. Richmond, you protected the blind side of Dan Marino, one of the most prolific passers in NFL history. How much did it stress you knowing that your team is going to throw the ball 65% of the time and if Marino got hurt, you'd never get in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> you, you know, it's strange to say that, but it's true. And, and that was one of the things that kind of motivated me. You know, coming in, me and Keith Sams, we were rookies on the blind side of the offensive line, and, and more than that, it was protecting, you know, Dan Marino. You don't want to be the guy that gets him hurt because by the time I got to South Florida, it was I think he's in his seventh or eighth year, and he was already an icon. So you don't want to be the guy that's being remembered of, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. He's a great player, but he's the guy that got Dan Marino, you know, career cut shorter. So that was something that I used for motivation or whatever, and – I was just fortunate to play with Dan for 10 years, so I, I learned a lot from him. Hey, Richmond, you know, I mentioned at the top here, it's you're an all-decade tackle, and you are, and, and so is another guy we've had on the show, Tony Baselli. but neither of you has ever been a Hall of Fame finalist. Now, the knock on Baselli is that injury cut short his career. He didn't play all that long. That's at least a knock on him. What's the knock on you? I, I don't know, because I, I remember Tony when he was at Jacksonville, great player, and I know a lot of times that is the knock on, um, you know, if you don't play long enough, it's kind of like Bo Jackson. I remember he was a great guy. He just, his career got sh- cut short because of an injury, but I hadn't heard anything. So I don't know what the knock is. I don't know what the issue is or whatever. 
that will probably be a question for some of the voters or the people that kind of work their process and determine, you know, who the finalists are, who who's actually the candidates and how they, you know, trim, trim it down or whatever. But I have no clue. We're three voters and we don't have a clue either. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was going to say, maybe you should be asking us. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things I'm wondering, Richmond, did you ever, even as a kid, you know, dream about the Hall of Fame, think about the Hall of Fame? You play for a lot of different reasons. Uh, you've seen other guys go in the Hall of Fame. Did you ever think about it much and say, boy, wouldn't that be something? I mean, as a kid, no. You know, I grew up in Dallas, big Cowboy fan, and so I think every every kid's dream was just to play professional football. I mean, if you can just make it to the National Football League and actually play, that, that's an accomplishment within itself. But even when I was playing, I never really thought about the Hall of Fame or whatever. And then, you know, kind of after I retired, you know, a couple of mentions and stuff like that, and then, you know, getting inducted into the Ring of Honor with the Dolphins and stuff like that, you know, uh, the team showing their appreciation of, you know, how you play for, you know, the longevity of your career. So I always thought I had a shot, thought my resume was, you know, good enough that I'm not one of the guys that's voting or whatever, uh, one of those people. So I guess sometimes you can get lost in the shuffle, and maybe that's what happened. I, I don't know. Richard, I've had this discussion with a lot of the Cowboys here. Is the Ring of Honor good enough in your mind? Uh, I, I think what gives me peace is, I mean, I, I'm fortunate for every award achievement I made or whatever. And uh, I know there are other guys that's not that's deserving that hadn't made it to the Hall of Fame. So I just let it, if it happens, good. If it doesn't happen, I'm good. But in the back of my mind, I know I played at that level. Whether, you know, it's, it's kind of out of my hands. So I don't really let that just, I, I don't let that affect me because I'm at peace, I'm at peace either way. You know, I, I, I know my resume speaks for itself. So I don't sit there and dwell and say, Oh man, I should have got in or this or that. You know, I'm I'm happy for all my brothers or whatever that. You know, each time it's a class. Cause I look at the NFL and we're all brothers, we're small alumni, and I'm happy for each guy that makes that achievement and this and that. And I think that's the way you approach it, and and that's the way I always have. You got great perspective. You do have yeah, great perspective. Sure. Uh, we're speaking with former tackle Richmond Webb on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at talkofhamenetwork.com in Richmond. Um, I know, as you said, you're at peace with it, and that's admirable, but I'm going to ask you one more question, if we can, on this Hall of Fame, and that's over 68% of the inductees. You've also played on world championship teams. You played with one of the best passers in NFL history, that's Dan Marino, yet you guys never won a Super Bowl. How much do you think, or do you think, that's hurt your Hall of Fame candidacy? I don't think it hurt uh, at all. I mean, I think you know it's a, um, a team game, team concept, so... I think it definitely helps if you do play in uh, Super Bowls and win world championships or whatever. But um, we got close, I know, one or two times. I know we played the FC Championship game against Buffalo, but that's when they went to four in a row. So, like I said, it's, it's all up to the voters and what people. I can't think for everybody that actually has a ballot to cast and say, you know, this is the reason, this and that. So it's a tough question that I don't think – that should be the deciding factor because one year with injuries, it's just too many different factors to actually make it to the Super Bowl and win or whatever, or even have an opportunity. I don't think a lot of people realize how hard or how fortunate you got to be to actually make it. If you just make it to the game, how actually hard or tough that is to do. Now, you played left tackle over seven seasons without missing a single game. That's longer than Tony Baselli's career. How do you, did you stay in one piece? 
for all those years? Was it just a blessing or was there a trick to it? No, it was, it was truly a blessing. You know, I had a lot of people praying for me and, you know, I'm a man of faith and I always trusted God to kind of take care of me. And, and like you said, that's what I attribute to. I don't try to come up with, you know, I did, I did do my part as far as working out, trying to be in the best condition. You know, that happens to Injuries sometimes gonna happen, stuff like that. I was just fortunate to have a considerable long run, and uh, I thank God for that. So that's something I'm proud of too. You know, being week in, week out, being able to go out there and compete and this and that. So I was just blessed, and I was fortunate. That, that's what I saw that up. Rich, and we got about 45 seconds here. Uh, with, with the way the rules have changed to liberalize holding, if you had played today, would you <laughs> ever allow a sack? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the rules have changed. I, I don't even – I still watch the games, but uh, the game has changed, you know, even with player safety and stuff like that. And some of the stuff we were able to get away with when I was playing were probably – if I didn't get a hold of them, they might get a felony for being too aggressive or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you just kind of adapt with the times or the changes and you, you play with the hand you dealt. So I would hope not I have a bunch of holding felonies. But I know that would make the uh, – the head coach and, and the, uh, the, the team are the owners happy, but I think I could be pretty consistent in, in, in this league as well. Hey, Richmond, we're out of time, but thanks so much for being here. And you know what? We really hope to see your name on a Hall of Fame ballot soon. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it, and y'all have a best day. Thanks, thanks Richmond. Thanks, Richmond. That was former offensive tackle Richmond Webb. Up next, Ron's going to tell us what's wrong with the NFL. And no, it has nothing to do with Richmond Webb. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com.